and welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons. I'm the CEO of Qualitance and I'm a little excited today because we're starting a whole new series. We're going to dive into the world of agile software development. So we've got like a 10-part series coming up for you where we're going to explore the entire universe of Agile and break it down into some super handy practical tips that you can use in your job. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the design thinking series that we've just completed. Um, Along with design thinking, Agile software development is so, so damn important. I, I really, I cannot overstate the dramatic change it's made for me in helping build brand new products. And, you know, the reason why Agile matters, the reason why we should be thinking about it, talking about it, is Agile is the perfect response to that old approach to building software and products, which is called Waterfall. It was slow bureaucratic and completely non-adaptive. Like it was just do the plan, whatever we agreed. In fact, Agile would hold software projects hostage. You would literally make some requirements at the beginning of a project and you wouldn't change those. And what was crazy about Waterfall is you would only really embrace user testing just before you launched or just after you launched. And the great news about Agile, it turns a lot of things up on its head. Um, But what it does is it brings testing with users into the heart of every few weeks. So this means that you can get more uh, focus on um, a product that actually works by being customer focused. The product's going to be higher quality And by being in a more of a continuous delivery uh, mode, if you will, you're going to be able to get way more engagement from the team, engagement uh, from users. And I, I think it's far more than just a way of building software. I think it's a way of organizing companies. But I'm going to tell you a whole lot more about that over the course of the coming weeks. So make sure that you, if you're going to enjoy this uh, series, uh, make sure that you stay tuned for the entire 10 plus episodes of our Agile Software Development Series. So, okay, I've been talking up a pretty big game on Agile and you'll be wondering to yourself, well, what exactly is it? Well, let's set the context for Agile Software Development and moreover, Agile ways of working. And I want you to think of Agile as a set of principles that help teams build products at speed. And it's super nimble and iterative, okay? So it's a set of principles. Now, this is really important because what we'll discover later is sometimes people get mixed up and think Agile is a methodology. It's actually a set of principles. There are some great agile methodologies, and we're definitely going to talk about those as well. But at the heart, I want you to imagine this is about small teams going super fast. And broadly speaking, you just get out of their way. You give them empowerment. You give them a clear vision to hit and let them go for it. 
So let's talk a little bit about where Agile hails from. Like all good things, it didn't come out of a void. Um, in fact, it builds a lot upon, if you want to go really back into management theory, it goes back to some of Peter Drucker's very famous thinking about the art of maximizing the amount of work that is actually not done. So this minimalist idea of only building things that work, only focus on core value for your user and for the business. This goes back decades um, and at the real uh, genesis of management theory and management strategy in the post-war era. Now, moving on from that, I I think one of the the most... um, important examples of the early, early, early part of not only Agile, but I would also say uh, Lean methodology is uh, the Toyota production system house. Now, this Toyota production system was really at the heart of how, you know, Japanese auto manufacturing leapt onto the scene in the 50s, 60s and 70s and really challenged the incumbent traditional manufacturers out of Detroit, USA. And they had a couple of crazy ideas. They focused on really shortening uh, the time to market, really focusing on continuous nature of manufacturing. And uh, it really standardized a whole new way of working. You may have heard of just-in-time manufacturing that went on to inspire uh, companies such as Dell as well. And so it really was something that Toyota embraced in the early Uh, 50s. And not only did that really establish the value of working in an agile way, it also inspired a lot of lean thinking, which we will do a separate masterclass on because that's jam-packed with goodies as well. Um, So just kind of wrapping up some of the background, we've got Drucker and Toyota, some real cornerstones of agile, but actually a whole bunch of guys got together. uh, And this was where we saw Um, the transition from being a manufacturing or management theory and applying agile into software. So February 2001, there is a ski resort in Utah called the Snowbird Ski Resort. And basically, um, a bunch of dudes got together and came up with this idea of an agile manifesto. And this has really inspired the, the principles and values of agile. And these are the kind of three pillars of of the history and the context of Agile, Drucker, Toyota, and this manifesto. We can plot everything that we do today back to uh, these three inspiring, these three driving factors to create modern Agile software development. Now, I just for a moment would love to get specific in talking about what Agile is. And I'm going to use a form of Agile, an Agile method called Scrum to describe it. And we're going to keep coming back to it time and time again. And we're going to break down the different roles and practices and tools. So don't worry, everything's ahead of you here on the Bottom Up Skills podcast. Now, we're thinking about Agile and I want to use this Scrum analogy. And the best way I can describe it is Every couple of weeks, a small team do a sprint. This is a sprint of work. They're largely autonomous. They work from a thing called a backlog. It's a list of tasks and items, to uh, a list of to-dos, if you will. And they're driven by a scrum master who runs the rhythm. 
And the team work with this idea of having daily scrums. And at the end of the sprint, they have a retrospective and a review. And the person that's really at the heart of the process of the product is the product owner. There's lots of other roles as well, but we'll get into those. But this is a, uh, a rhythm, a cadence that you get into. And you might on a project have six, 12, 24 sprints, depending on the size of the product that you're going to build. And um, what you do is instead of with Waterfall having these enormous timelines that lead to products that are way late and way wrong, what you do is you try and make every sprint self-contained so there's a body of work that gets reviewed and checked. So you can it really makes it easier to stay on track. And unlike with Waterfall, it's, it's much harder to get off track if you use this agile software development approach. Now, what's really interesting is Agile is becoming something much desired, not only in sort of high-tech uh, startups or um, software companies, but it's actually going way beyond this sector into business, uh, more largely speaking. But here's the crazy thing. In a benchmark study that Deloitte and McKinsey did together in 2019, they found that when they talked to senior executives across a whole range of companies, they found that over 90% of them said that the most important characteristic of their business was to be agile. But those same executives said, and this is the, this is the kicker, that less than 10% of them could actually acknowledge that their company was in fact highly agile. So everyone wants to be it, but few can do it. And this is something that uh, I hope to address to show you how to break down Agile and how your organization can do some simple things to be more nimble, more iterative, and to deliver better product. Now, I want to give you a, a little bit of an analogy, something that you might recognize. And I want to go back to one of the most inspiring products uh, that were ever built. And it was the, the first ever fighter jet that was built by Lockheed Martin. And they built the first fighter jet in just 143 days using this idea of creating a skunk works, an autonomous small team that were highly focused on building the product. For me, as I reflect on all the different agile projects that I've done, I can't tell you how much Skunks, skunk works is really a metaphor and an analogy of agile. So if you're really interested in that, you can, there's a lot of great films and documentaries. So just jump onto YouTube and have a look at how Lockheed Martin built the first fighter jet. This will give you a really clear example of what it really takes. Um, another example would be the Manhattan Project. It's another uh, classic, you know, wartime effort uh, to do something amazing. So if we just jump now into the modern age, um, there's lots and lots of examples. I mean, we mentioned Toyota back in the 50s. Well, I tell you what, today there is no better example of Agile than Tesla. Uh, you know, Tesla are so nimble and adaptive to their environment that uh, if you take the Model S, for example, they make up to 20 engineering changes a week to improve both production and the performance of the car. Now, I would challenge you to go across the road to Detroit and find any of the manufacturing of other automobiles where they are making 20 changes a week. 
traditionally the production line and all of the, the factory setup, the tool set that's put in place for a car stays fixed, sometimes for up to a year in traditional automotive manufacturing. Well, actually, Elon, he just does it much faster. He's making up to 20 changes a week. Another a completely different uh, example uh, was a hand sanitizer. Uh, if you look at what Unilever did, they changed their production rate of hand sanitizer from over from 700,000 items a month approximately to over 100 million per month. That is an enormous production increase. And they attributed that directly to Agile. So this is what can be done if we use Agile. And I want you to have this in your mind because we're going to break it all down. Um, but I want to remind you what we're fighting for here, the reason why we think that Agile software development really matters. Okay, last thought in just kind of introducing the world of Agile. Agile is fantastic when you're building uh, your product. Can be analog, can be digital. Let's focus on, on software. So the build uh, period of your product, it's, it's absolutely pivotal. And it, it can be surrounded like beforehand, you can get into um, maybe using some design thinking for some prototyping, uh, maybe some design thinking for generating insights for your product. And when you want to launch your product, that's when you turn to other practices like growth marketing. So this is the, the company that Agile keeps, uh, for example. But what's so special about Agile is it's not only a way to organize a team to build software. What I will argue is it's a way to build teams for pretty much anything. And in fact, what we're starting to see is whole reorganizations of companies to become agile at the core, which is super exciting. All right, well, there you have it. This is an introduction to the world of agile software development. I hope this uh, helps you understand a bit more about what we're dealing with, some of the success cases, and I hope that this leaves you absolutely fired up and at the ready to start doing some more agile. Now, if you do want to go really deep into this, we have a masterclass on bottomup.io completely free, jump in there, take the masterclass, download the slides. It will be a fantastic way for you to adopt a more nimble, more iterative way of working. All right, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this introduction to Agile. There's plenty more to come here on the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. That's a wrap.